Hey, welcome to the Inner Dialogue Podcast. It's me, ABSD, and I'm in my closet. <laughs> it is Friday night, May 19th, 5.59 p.m. And tonight I have a special treat that I am excited about because we are having our first guest on the podcast, the podcast, the podcast. And here he comes. It is my partner, the wonderful Nick DeBloach. Woo! <laughs> oh, I love your voice. You're so sexy. <laughs> I love you. Oh. Hi. Hello. 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 I wanted to make sure that it works for our. Thank you. For Thanks, baby. Me having Hello my you. wonderful guest after you. Of course. On Sunday. It's a mystery. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> What's really funny is the first the first time I'm on a podcast, I never would have imagined it was my wife's podcast. Oh, okay. So now we're in the podcast space. What do we do with the podcast space? Um, okay. That's very cool. I want to know what is something that you are grateful for today? Yes. Insurance. Covering all my meds. Oh, isn't that a beautiful thing? I know we complain about the price of insurance in general and medical and healthcare. You love talking about all the issues in healthcare. I'm very anti-capitalist. I don't know if that's cool to say. I don't really care, but it's your inner dialogue, baby. Say whatever feels good and honest and true and authentically you. Wow. That was a good line. I got to write that down. (laughs) so you are anti-capitalist say more oh i wanted to talk about what we were talking about before i was just an anecdote to the story yeah oh meds oh okay true 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 meds yeah Yeah. grateful for that today that was pretty cool what's something you were grateful for today thank you for sharing that um i am grateful for a real estate agent who loves her job and is always finding ways to make it work in our schedule. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. And I'm grateful that I got to see four houses today. And it excited me because I'm like, damn, there's actually just so many different kinds of houses here. And we're going to find one that works for us. And it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, I appreciate you going and doing that without me. And it was sharing still fun. while you were there. Yeah, getting to... um facetime you while i was there yeah that was a good way of doing it yeah man it is true though i just have more time so doing it that way feels like a good way and then it's like yeah we don't need to go see those other three but this one (laughs) let's go see it again yes oh i love you i love you i so i so appreciate you um figuring this out and seeing if it works and well you gave me like what 20 minutes to be okay with it so <laughs> well we tried I'm to podcast the, the other night yeah and but that was you weren't I even was there just excited i know i had to take the dog out she was having some issues with her belly but 
I'm glad that the vet was so nice and just like gave us good resources to help her feel better. Yeah. Grateful for that too. We take such good care of our baby. Yeah, she's such a good puppy. Dude, she's so good. Like, I took her into Chick-fil-A with me the other day and she didn't That's even crazy. make a single peep. I wouldn't <laughs> she's even just like, dream of doing that. She just was there. Yeah. yeah. I honestly want to get her comfortable in like sitting inside the pouch while I'm sitting because I feel like I could just wear her places and nobody would say a damn thing because she looks like a fucking baby inside right. there. <laughs> Is she next to you? She was sniff. Oh, yeah, she's about my foot. I'm surprised she's not on your lap. She's going to end up there. That's true. Hey, now you get yeah. to see what this looks like inside the closet. <laughs> Stuck in the closet, huh? <laughs> it's actually not so bad because the ceiling this, is yeah, really tall. Yeah, it doesn't seem too bad. So it's not too claustrophobic in here at all. I wonder what my podcast setup will grow to be in the new place. Yes. I'll have to put like That's... actual sound dampening things on the wall. Something like that. You can make it a more that permanent cool. space. Oh, yeah. For sure. It'll be exciting to see what space exists for that in our next house. Yes, I agree. Woohoo. Wow, baby. Wow, wow, wow. <sighs> yeah, so we're buying a house. We're buying a house. How do you feel about buying a house? Excited and terrified. That makes sense. What are you excited about it? What excites uh, you about it? Having a home that is your own. Something like that. Building something that is yours. I think it's cool. It's so cool. I don't think I've ever really had a space like that. Like I had a bedroom growing up and I kind of did whatever the fuck I wanted in there. But it's not the same as like having a space that you can pick where you put the dishes and what your paint colors, you do the walls. Yeah. Feels like a very adult thing. It, it very much is. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I had a lot of fear around the money aspect of it. Because yeah. it's like, where the fuck is the money going to come for that? But right. I feel like we keep being nudged in the right direction. Yeah, it seems that way. I mean, we always come out better. Not better, but like, not worse off every month. Thanks to your efforts. Thank you. So, that's It really has been, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I, our finances have really changed in five months. We've really, I was just like so tuned out from our finances. Like I couldn't look at them. I was scared, I think. Not, I don't know if I was feeling scared in that moment, but I'm like, if I detach from it, then it's not happening. Yeah. Right. And then Easy. finally, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> If I detach from it, it doesn't have to happen. 
except it's already happening and if i don't actively think of a solution for it then it's never going to change i was on a road trip my road trip that i went on that was two nights to like mount rushmore and um wind cave and badlands it was one night i did so much in two days <laughs> um but i was pumping gas in south dakota and was about to go get subway to pull up to my campsite for the night and on the little tv screen it, <laughs> there was an ad for a book and the woman was talking about the book and she was like yeah everything is figure outable and i'm like you're right everything is figure outable you're right and that has stuck with me it's the strange places that we hear things that stick with us quite I don't know. I can't think of one that's that specific for me. That's pretty funny. (laughs) It's pretty cool, honestly. Thank you. We pick things up from all different, like every, every part of our environment. I feel like I can't get comfy in this chair for some reason. That is the case with this chair as well. I guess I shouldn't be complaining. You're like sitting on, I don't know, air. I'm levitating. <laughs> <laughs> the most intense workout you'd ever do. Yeah, that would be really hard. Mm-hmm. No, um, this chair just isn't the most comfortable. But is that one of the I can't... foldy chairs? It is. Yeah, those are not great. You have bigger thighs. It's not too. great. I know. And so when I sit in this chair, it like pushes up against the sides. And so it's yeah. just not as comfy. What did I say? <laughs> at dinner that one time um (laughs) (laughs) i love it when you laugh like that (laughs) so (laughs) remember when we went to the mexican restaurant on cinco de mayo oh no yes i do (laughs) 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 holy shit y'all i was like so overwhelmed so overwhelmed there was they had lied about how many people were meant to sit at this table so when they because they thought it would get them seated faster what kind of bullshit thinking is that so you're like in a tiny ass restaurant that is the size of a home like it's a converted home and you're gonna tell them 10 people when it's actually 15 that's a big difference. Yeah. Like, like 11 to 12 a is a, a person, but like 10 to 15 is like, that's like a whole group. That's a, a whole nother table. Like, yeah. I didn't have any space to even put my meal in front of me. Yeah. It was like from me to the fucking door. Like I was like yeah. reaching over. I had to have a napkin a under my experience. hand. No, it was very uncomfortable. And so after we had been, we stayed for an hour only, like that's the length that we were there. Yeah. And um, about like 45 minutes in, I expressed to you that I was uncomfortable in my chair. And then the girl sitting next to me said, like, you offered to switch chairs with me. And I said, no. Because like, could you imagine switching chairs in that space? No. 
like there would be no way that we would be able to like move both of us and also switch chairs and i'm like we're not staying much longer i am just expressing that i am uncomfortable aka i am ready to leave (laughs) (laughs) flew right over my head the lady is sitting next to me that was not in the av conversation that nick went was having but that we were all very close together was then offered to (laughs) switch my seat too she was like oh do you want to switch chairs with me being very kind and i said no it's okay this is just what happens when you have a fat ass (laughs) i mean it's true and funny it's kind of a great joke She did not. She, she did didn't not get say it. Though. A damn thing. No, she just like didn't say anything yeah. back, which yeah. I think makes it even funnier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's the thing about me. I think I would be genuinely a very funny person if I learned how to um, tell my stories. Okay. I think I just have a lot of Same very one. unnecessary pieces of the story in the story. That yes. like best comedians take a story that might be like that story that's funny and they make it great by adding in different pieces or their own commentary. You know, their inner dialogue. <laughs> hey, so um, jumping to a different topic, uh-huh. I just want you to know how much I am going to sing out loud to our baby when we have a baby one day. <laughs> I, Nanny, and now that I've gotten, like, comfortable in their home, I just sing all the time. Like, putting her to sleep. Like Mary Poppins like, I don't, kind of thing? No, I just, yes. But I don't actually <laughs> sing, like, real songs that exist. I just, like, sing what's happening in the moment, but in a oh, song. Oh, that's cool. Oh, boy. Yes. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. It's very fun. And, like, without having... Um, me being the parent rather than me working for a different parent that's also in the home, I can just imagine how much I'm going to find myself singing. It's fair. Amazing. Lily wanted an appearance on the podcast, too. Yeah. We got Chick-fil-A for dinner and we haven't even really eaten it. I wasn't hungry yet. I love that. I love being able to save it for later. And I feel like I still had a good like amount of it before, but I still have my whole sandwich left. So that's pretty damn good. I guess it is only 614. It's still early. Yeah. So have you ever seen those videos online where it's like a circle? And it says, like, dance here outside of the circle, and there's a speaker. And when you walk through the circle, you're supposed to dance. Have you seen any of those online, those social experiments? Um, They're so pure, and it's so wonderful. And I've had to ask myself, would I dance inside the circle? If I saw that just on the sidewalk, would I go and dance in the circle? You would. I want to think that I would. but Right. I also lived a period of my life afraid to just do things like that. But I don't genuinely think that that's me anymore. Do you remember at when we went to the grocery store and there was one of those like whirly things outside and I made you stand in front of it and mimic it? Well, I asked if you would 
and then I told you I would after, and you went and did it, and then I didn't do it. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I think I probably have I think a video. we have the you have a photo of it. A photo or a video or something. I'll have to go yeah. find that. It's pretty funny. It is it funny. pretty actually it was really funny. I was like, damn that that's a good one, actually. But at the time, of course. The real piece of it was I was just like nervous to be seen like that and to do that oh, okay. and to just like be goofy. And it, Yeah. I genuinely don't think I am afraid to do that. I was in Elise Meyer's podcast today that I was listening to with Megan Trainer, um, she had talked about being in her equivalent to like Mr. and Mrs. It of her high school, the talent competition. And there was one at my high school and I did it and stood on stage with, there's a picture of me in the sound booth in a red morph suit with a fat suit over it. And for my talent, for, oh, fuck. I wonder if I'll be able to find this picture. Do you know what a morph suit is? I would need to see it, but I don't. Google maybe. morph suit. Hey, Google. No, I'm just kidding. That'd be cool. Morph suit. Like, like Where, it snaps to your body? It's like a um it's like a spandex suit that covers your yeah. body from head to toe right okay yeah okay so kevin had a black one and i think he had a black one and then i got a red one and i wore this red morph suit a lot like to different events and like i would wear it for really for life, I bought the morph suit and then I bought a fat suit to go over it. So I literally would wear this morph suit where it covered my face, my hands, my feet, everything. And then I would wear a fat suit on top of it. So you literally couldn't tell who it was at all. And I would walk okay. the track of Sarasota High at Relay for Life in this thing. And it, people just got like the biggest kicks out of it. So I got to like do this hilarious thing, but only a very small group of people like knew it was actually me. I wore that. I don't know if I actually wore that outfit for my talent or not, but I know I had the fat suit on. Okay. I know I had the fat suit on. And I mixed together the soundtrack where it was the tarzan song tarzan song when they're in um the camp like wrecking things like hitting pots and pants together and like a piano song and i had a piano on stage and cymbals and i let this song play and i pre pretended to play the piano and then in the in the in the, in the like trash can the symbol the um like pots and pans like banging together the tarzan part i borrowed symbols from somebody in the band and would just stand there and hit the symbols together <laughs> and then like would put monkeys. them down like it wasn't fast at all it was just like once or twice and then i would go and practice <laughs> like the piano that was my talent for mrs river miss riverview that's that's so cool. 
so um if you can believe it i did not win that night but i won mrs Mm. miss congeniality which is what does that mean again all of the contestants voted for somebody to essentially be like miss congeniality the um like i don't know what that means let's look it up google that Mm. go put it into google Someone who is described as Miss Congeniality is a very friendly person who could win a contest for having the best personality. I see. That, <laughs> that tracks. That makes sense. <laughs> so um, some of the people who were there to watch me left before it ended and didn't get to see me actually like win Miss Congeniality because they were like, no fucking way that she won this contest. <laughs> yeah. You won something though. That's pretty cool. I did. And on arguably the better thing to win. Essentially, they were like, yeah. you have the best personality out of all of us. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it was like very cool. I was very honored. Um, but in high school, I was like always in a big body. And you have to wear a formal dress, but you got to rent one. So you would go to this place that like sold wedding dresses and they also had some prom dresses and you could rent a dress. And I was, I had, did not know my size at the time. And I went in there and they told me I was a size 18 and I was like, I'm a size 18. Like what the fuck? And, um, I have no context for that. I know. (laughs) I know you don't. (laughs) Okay. Um, So there were only like four dresses that I could pick from that they had size 18s of in the store. And so I just had to pick one that like I felt okay-ish in. And it was one of those dresses that like crossed and um, laced up in the back. And so I'm getting ready for the formal part of this night. And I'm like desperately trying to find someone who will fucking lace up my dress for me because everyone's like running around trying to get ready. And it was like chaos, like fucking chaos with all of all of these high school girls running around trying to get changed and like do their act and then change. And um, so finally I found someone to lace up my dress and the guy that I got to escort me was the guy that I almost dated my in my end of my freshman year of high school that I didn't date that ended up dating my best friend. And his name was (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't decided if I'm going to use like distinct names on this space. Oh, okay. I got you. Sorry. I was just asking. No, I know you've heard stories about him. I have definitely talked about him before. But you might not remember. I don't know the last time I talked about him. Um, And it was interesting because then I asked him to escort me my senior year. And I don't know if they were still dating or not at the time, but we just did it as friends. But like a month before or a couple weeks before I went on, no, it might have been after I met you. I went and got a drink with him. And we went on a date to see, and like, I was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Like I didn't, there was no attraction there. And that was after college. Yeah, that was after college. Cause it was right before I met you or around. I can't remember if it was before or after I met you. It was right around that time. You know, cause I was serial dating. That does seem to describe your dating life. 
Maybe. I don't know. I um think people give me more credit than credit is due. But I do have some really funny story dating stories and just funny stories with men in general. But some of them are small t traumas that have been made into jokes and Yeah, those aren't funny. those aren't funny. Exactly. So I am still learning how to talk about them in a serious way rather than in a joking way. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. Not that you need to be thankful. You know what I mean. No, but it's, it's, you're essentially saying like, you're doing a good thing for yourself. Like, thank you for doing that for yourself. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I know what you were trying to say. Okay. But that's a good thing to explain. Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces passing, I'm homebound. I'm fake playing piano. Staring blankly ahead. Yeah. What a voice. Thank you. I was singing part of your world. To Emma today because that is stuck in my head and I'm so excited for the Little Mermaid to come out. Right. You have just been saying this for the last week or so. I didn't know you were this into the Little Mermaid. Well, I wouldn't be if I didn't follow Disney Studios on Instagram. Oh, But okay. I'm so excited because I've seen so many clips and I also started following Halle Bailey and she is a magical human soul and I'm just so grateful of the influence that she gets to have for the young children in our fucking country and over the world like she's in london right now or was just in london doing like a premiere of the movie and the pictures that she's been posting and just the stories that she's been sharing is really cool and she's doing so much good for the next generation of humans and i'm so excited to see it because it's such a good cast and I just watched Peter Pan and Wendy, and it's another remake of like using live characters. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. And the way that they made it its own movie was beautiful. And you know, I told you about one of the parents that I work for expressing he was feeling um, like, why do they have to have girls and boys as the Lost Boys? Do you remember me telling you about that? Kind of, yes. So one of the dads I work for was expressing that this movie was coming out, Peter Pan and Wendy. Right. And um, he was expressing discontent towards the idea that the group of children that were lost boys were both girls and boys. Hmm. And so after I watched the movie, I was like, yes, lost boys is a type of children right like that is what the group of children who have who live in never neverland are called they're but like an lost boys not like a descriptor like is that what you mean they don't they're not literally like lost boys like it's that's their label it's like joining a club the lost boys club right the gender isn't the like inference that we use it in other social situations like it normally is like yeah exactly And it was very cool because the Lost Boys, it didn't just have girls in it, but they also had a Down Syndrome character. Cool. And that was really cool. And I know that must have been cool for that family because their son has Down Syndrome. 
It's forever in a movie. It's so cool. And I want that more for all communities to be represented like that. Like it's important to not just represent people that all look different, but look different, not just their skin color. Like we need to be depicting all sorts of people because we've been separating people by like these really big descriptors. And it's like, no, 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 we're all just human beings. And we're meant to look different and be unique. Like there's nothing about us that should be the same as the person next to us. Like we should all be different and unique in our own beautiful ways. And we label people in these categories of like, okay, well, you're this race, you're this gender. Like why the fuck does it matter when you're buying a house, what gender you are? Why the fuck does it matter when you're applying for a job, what gender you are? Like, why the fuck does it matter what race you are? It doesn't. You're a human being and you are allowed to have the same opportunities and as the next human being next to you. Mm. Nothing about you in this fucking bodysuit should determine what you are allowed to do or not. No. Yeah. So I think the reason that a lot of that exists is because during the civil rights movement, affirmative action came out of that. I could totally be speaking out of misstep, but that sounds like the most accurate reason. Say more about that. I don't know about that. Let me look it up. I felt very passionate in that moment. I was heated. It pisses me off that that's just not how people think. Like, are you kidding me? Like, we cause so many fucking problems in our world. Like, why, why are we creating more with things that don't fucking matter? Like, let's, I don't know, focus our energy on curing cancer or helping people with these disabilities that they're born with and finding solutions and how we can make people's lives better and the lives of everyone better. Like, what the fuck? People just don't have food or shelter. Hey, you know the homeless man who has dreads? Kind of. The one that like walks really hunched over and his dreads cover his face. Oh, yeah. I saw his face today. Oh, shoot. That's cool. Yeah. He has a very nice face. And I think next time I see him, I, I'm going to try to like bring him a sandwich or something. I want to do that. He was just standing there in the rain eating a burrito. <laughs> Good for him. He just looked hungry. He was just appreciative to like have the burrito. Someone must have just given it to him. And he was just like sitting there eating the burrito. Good shit. Yeah. Sad. I hate that. I know. I hate the way people talk about homeless people too. They just talk about them like they're like decrepit and like the, 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 the shit stain on your shoe of society, which is so not the way that they should be treated. They're human beings. I'll be the first to admit to have grown up with around the environment of like, they're like lesser because they have nothing. And I think a lot of that comes from fear of, yeah, because there's a lot of stigma around homeless people and being homeless and what kind of person that makes you. And that's that's bullshit. That's the crazy thing about society is is society socially has accepted that, like, that is an acceptable way to perceive that situation. That's just okay. That's not. It's so hard to have a home. 
in any sort of yeah, home. Yeah, it like, shouldn't fucking be. Good no. lord. Not at fucking all. Fucking get me started on these stupid assholes. Yeah. That's why I think it would be cool yeah. if our world turned into like small communities. You know, like the walkable score on Zillow? That should be like an eight to mm. 10 for everybody. Like where there's like everything you need is kind of walkable from your house. Like, yeah. And you're just in a community like that and you don't have to use a card to get anywhere. What well, you can, that would be nice. but you could bike or walk or like get there very quickly in like two or five minutes with your car. Yeah. I don't know. That would be cool. This, this country was not made for anything but a car. I saw a TikTok of this person talking about how they were like, why don't we just make people work from home and the billions of office buildings that we have, we make affordable that, housing. No, we make it for homeless people to start and then yeah, affordable Even housing. Even better, yes. Like <laughs> Yes. Yes. Like that would it that would that would be a fantastically so simple thing to do just for like just like the decency of human society. I feel I just don't know how you can sit there and just treat people that have no home as if it is their own moral failing that they do not have one. Like, no government and people around me in my social situation. We should be building each other up. Let's get you in front of the fucking house. That's it bullshit. is society's fault and our yes. world's fault that that is happening. The first, yes. one of the first two problems that I hope to solve with being in office is fucking housing and food like there shouldn't be people in our fucking country that are hungry do you know how much food we waste every year every day every like day, every day there should not be people in this fucking world that are hungry we're starting with our country like that's the thing you said that recently of i i think we were having a conversation about this maybe i was having a conversation about it with someone else but the idea that we keep trying to solve the problems of other people's countries and we need to solve our own first. Like you can't pour from an empty cup. Your cup has to be mm -hmm. full so that if your cup is empty, Nick, and I pour half of my water into your cup, we both now have half a cup and I can go back and you refill my cup, but now you have water. Mm -hmm. That's a good analogy. What the hell? Never heard that. I made it up, but it That's came great. off the concept of, you can't pour from an empty cup. I just extended Makes that sense. concept. Oh, yeah, I got you. Because you can't. And if yeah. I pour from a half cup, then I'm giving you my water and then my cup is empty. And that's what the United States is doing right now. We're pouring from a half cup and we're like, yeah, here, here, you take a drop of water, you take a drop of water, you take a drop of water. Like we can solve a lot of these problems that we're doing in other countries if we just fucking solved our own first starts at home you have to build a strong foundation that's why we're looking for a house with good bones that's right bones dude baby like anywhere that i'm gonna want to live is somewhere we're gonna have to put some serious work into why because for the cost that we're looking at it has to be kind of a shitty house <laughs> to an extent to be within that category and for all the things that we also want. 
I th I, I think believe... that is a astute point. I think that's a great idea point to say because I think I've come to the same conclusion, but wasn't able to vocalize it like that. I'm which I think is okay. Yeah, like we're gonna have to put some work into whatever house we get, which I think is fine. I'm cool with that because like it's the opportunity to make it unique. And we get to do it, you know. Like right. I want to ask uh, their friend about it. I don't like. I still can't figure out the names thing. I want to ask Zach about it to see if he can help us in whatever house if because he's a contractor, and I really want like for us to be helping him with the work, and for really for us to pay for parts and for me to offer babysitting as a bartering chip and like for us to actually help him with the physical labor like we'll do it with you we just need you to like help us with what we need to do and we'll exchange a service that's kind of what i'm thinking i'm gonna see if he'll go for that and then we of course will like tip him or pay him for like saying thank you or get him do something nice for him to say thank you but that's how I think well work in this world should like, mm. it's the barter system is a beautiful system. Like, Hey, this is something that I do. And this is something that you do. Let's switch so that like, this is how much my time is worth in this way. Your time is worth this. Okay. This is what it equates to. Let's find something that feels good to both of us. That's why every time I see it really is like the floors as a problem. I'm like, okay, we can get that handled for like well and cheaply. <laughs> and then, cause then why, we would really just have that? to pay for like parts if we're getting the service done and not have to worry about the cost of the service. Right. True. So I guess I didn't rip money. money. <laughs> I guess I didn't realize the walls of that house that I saw today was like that because people were smoking cigarettes in the house. I didn't realize that. Until no, she told you. Until you, right now, like in, well, earlier when you brought it up and you were talking about, like, knowing oh. that smell, that I didn't realize that's why it was like Oh, yeah. That. Oh, I thought you did. I didn't put it together with the cigarette smoke. Yeah. Definitely for, that's, wow. And it, well, no, I just, it's very on brand, especially for like an old person that doesn't, that can't move and clearly shits on the ground. They probably smoke in their house too. Oh, you knew that they smoked in the house. It was very obvious walking around in that house. Actually, two houses today we went oh, into. Well, you you could smell it. But I didn't connect yeah. the smell and, like, the picture frames on the walls. Yeah. It's crazy how much, like, nicotine builds up. It's Not crazy. just on the outside, inside of your body, but also literally the outside. That is wild. Stains walls. Yes. Yeah, that's why smoking indoors is like mostly frowned upon. Remember when they you could just smoke inside? Because yeah, people fucking hate it. That was like a thing. Everybody yeah. fucking Ugh. smoked. Like in Ugh. our parents' generation, you just so shit's awful. Inside. Yeah. A um, family member. I've had a couple family members of mine have to, um, like, cut off of cigarettes wean off of cigarettes hmm. and like how challenging that was for them to quit there was one family member of mine where i used to like 
take them out of her bag and like hide them or would tell her, I'm going to flush these down the toilet. I would tell her, I want you to be alive for a long time. So I'm going to like take these away from you or break them or flush them. Like, who was this too? Sorry, I keep, I'm sorry. I keep asking names. I still haven't figured out. You keep out. pausing when I ask. <laughs> but, it's then what? You, but then you ask and I'm like, oh, well. And sorry, so, I keep, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I just still haven't decided. And if anything, I can go in and cut the names out. It's not hard to do. Right. We could just cut out this section too, if you want. No, I would probably keep the section and just cut the name out literally. Put a bleep. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. Put a bleep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you can block your mouth with uh, like a black bar or something. Because people could read your mouth. True. Um, Censorship. Yeah. That's a good idea. I just have not yet been in a place to like edit again. I posted the first three episodes and it's been hard for me to get, sit down and like edit again. I don't know why that is. Maybe because editing it takes a long time or it's hard or do you like it? It's definitely not my favorite part of the process. I'm excited for one day when the podcast goes to a place where I don't have to edit it. It just gets edited and done for me. Mm. That's amazing. I... You always like that point though. Well, yes, because I have certain skills that I enjoy doing and that are <laughs> yeah, worth my do. time and not everything is worth my time yeah. because it's not the thing that I enjoy doing and editing is That's not true. really the thing I enjoy doing. So if I could yeah. hey, say, Hey, here's this, produce it. That would be awesome. Can I do it myself? Yes. Yeah. Is it the greatest that it could be? No, because I don't really like, feel like or have the time to put all the like sound effects in or to cut all of everything out i just don't have the desire so this podcast will get exponentially better when somebody i can pass that off to somebody else (laughs) i love you so much i love you too it's exciting to think that one day there'll be um sponsorships in this that's that exciting. exciting i also skip over those when i'm listening to a podcast i just forward through them for sure <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it's still nice for the podcaster right it's always good like i always am appreciative for the like for the person doing the ad like i i recognize they do it for the you know because they it's an easy way for them to make money yeah but I mean, I'm going to listen. And to I it. love that you can make money off of podcasting. Yeah, for sure. That cool. is very cool because it is a hobby that takes a lot of time to do. Yeah. Putting on a very quality product takes time. Yes. Truthfully. And that's why we're not striving for perfection, but we're striving for growth. And if I just sat around yay, yay. waiting for somebody to come and produce it, something that didn't exist, that wasn't going to happen. So uh, I had to start somewhere. And it's a beautiful thing. And tonight I got to have my first guest. Oh, yay. Nick, this has been so fun. It was so cool to be on here. 
yeah, I'm really glad you invited me. I wish you gave me more time uh, before I was invited. Uh, I really didn't know you were until you were like 20 minutes before. But I think somebody's at the door. Who gives a shit? We're not at, we're not home. <laughs> Did someone knock? I don't know. Um, it's Friday. Try no, do not go answer the door. Unless they start like aggressively banging. Do not. Okay. Um, for your own sake, because it's probably someone that doesn't really need something from us. Um, Churros. Um, I'm glad you got to be in this space with me too, and I hope to have you in this space again. Maybe I'll follow the rules and be more intentional about the, the podcast. I didn't really hear the intro. I got. I think I came in like towards whatever the end of it was, so I didn't really get like the. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, I know. That was kind of fun, honestly, that it happened like that because I was just finishing, like saying a little snippet, <laughs> and then you came in right in time. Yeah, it was counting me down. I was, was like, perfect. oh, I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you're live. And Nick is here. Um, you were the perfect first guest, and I love that you got to sit in this space with me and I know that you will be a very frequent guest on the podcast, podcast and podcast. Who knows? Chick-fil-A and podcast. That seems really fun. So maybe we'll start doing that sometime. I'm always there for that. Y'all. We love Chick-fil-A. We love it. We love it. We love it. We love it. Um, all right. Well, this has been absolutely delightful. I know basketball's on and I want you to be able to get to the game. Thank you for having me on, my dear. I really appreciate your time and I am so proud of what you have created. Can't wait to see where it goes. Thank you, love. I love you. You're welcome. I love you. I will see you in a second. Okay, now kiss me for real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hanging out. Bye. <laughs> love you all.